The Free Vision app is where you'll find a growing range of on-demand audio and video to help you look to God daily. Search Vision Christian Media in your app store. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. Some disturbing news that's coming out of South Australia where it's alleged that men are buying girls in-state care for sex. And so now there are calls for the laws around prostitution to be urgently reviewed and changed. Christopher Brohier is the Australian Christian Lobby's South Australian Director. He's back with us. Christopher, a welcome back to 2020. Thanks, Neil. Good to be back. Uh, these sorts of disturbing allegations, I guess you'd call them right now. How significant is this, Christopher? Well, it's it's very, very important, Neil. Um, the story that broke in the local Adelaide Murdoch Press of uh, girls in state care who are living in residential care, so that's they're not living with foster parents, living in residential care with care workers, going out at night and basically selling themselves for drugs or money. And it's devastating indictment on the problems with state care and residential care. But it also raises this critical issue of exposing the predatory nature and the evil, the lengths to which men will go to secure their own pleasure. And that's why we're calling for a change in the law. Christopher, is this new development, do you think, uh, based on recent changes to prostitution laws in South Australia? Are we seeing a flow-on effect here? No, no, prostitution law hasn't changed in South Australia. It, the move to decriminalise prostitution was defeated in 2019. Um, so the law remains that uh, it, you can't receive money in a brothel, etc. Uh, and so... Unlike Queensland, where prostitution is legalised, so you can have legal brothels, we don't have that here. In, we don't have it in South Australia. Um, but it still goes on, and it's um, they do what they call soft policing here. They don't bother the massage parlours unless they know there's some traffic women or something. But what, it, what this does show is this, that you're always going to have vulnerable girls we've got problems in our society. You're always going to have girls in state care. You're always going to have girls who are poor or vulnerable. And to stop this abuse, we have to change the culture. And one way of changing the culture is to decriminalize the selling of sex, but criminalize the buying. The demand comes from the men. And if we can change that, which we can, uh, by this change of law, we can we can have a huge effect. So criminalising the demand for sex rather than the sale of the sex. Uh, interestingly here, that's a different way. It's almost diametrically opposed to the way things work at the moment. And uh, I guess what you're saying is that the current way that prostitution laws are framed uh, actually make the demand for sex actually predatory. And uh, I think you've even called it evil. Oh, absolutely. It, it, it's evil. And, and it's very interesting, Neil, if you looked at the picture in the in the paper, the picture was of a young girl leaning on a car. Where was the man? Where was the 40-year-old paunched man um, who is buying that girl? What, why isn't his face shown? 
And we, we have to call this out. We have to call these men out as predatory and as as evil. In You can change the culture on this. Sweden has done it. France has done it. And in Sweden, where this sort of model, the what they call the Nordic equality model, originated, 10 years after the implementation, among young men, the thinking is it's not cool to buy. Losers buy. That's, that's where we have to get to as a culture, so that these men know that they're losers. So you're talking cultural change, and the culture won't change without the law changing. Now, we're seeing all sorts of laws changing and uh, turning culture in a what we often will talk about as a bad direction. Here's a call for a law change that can bring about culture change in a good direction. Is that the way you describe this uh, with, the, uh, with the move towards an equality or Nordic model? Absolutely. The law can lead the way. and. The, the, one of the clearest examples of that is the DUI, the drive, uh, drive under the influence uh, laws. Back when I was a kid in the 70s, it was thought a great thing to go out and go get drunk and, and drive home. People would laugh how they just managed to get home. That changed over that, oh, from the 70s to the 80s as the laws came in very strict. You lost your license if you were 0.05 or whatever the number is. And young men who went out, they appointed someone who didn't drink to drive home. That's, that changed the culture. And we can do the same thing here. We can change the culture so it's young men think it's not cool to buy. That's what we want. So you've got lots of states and territories now where there's been a liberalisation of prostitution laws. Uh, there's been a decriminalisation, uh, but there's no one who's being held responsible at all. Uh, you're suggesting here and in your state of South Australia uh, that the South Australian Parliament should be leading away here and doing something different that will work. Absolutely. So in, in Queensland, Neil, you've got legalisation and, and the Palaszczuk government now wants to decriminalise, to follow Victoria. Why you would follow Victoria, I, I don't know. But they want to decriminalise. Now, if you think about that, those pictures, it, it, it shocks the conscience to think that a 15, 14-year-old girl would be bought by a man. It, it, it shocks the conscience. But decriminalisation says, look, that's not wrong. The only thing is, uh, in a couple of years, when she's 18, that's fine. That shows that this model, this decriminalization model pushed by the Palaszczuk government is wrong. It is fundamentally wrong because it, it, it is encouraging men to oppress women. 98% of prostitution is women selling themselves to men. Majority of women working in Australia come from overseas. What are we doing? We're saying to men, predatory men, that they can, for their own pleasure, abuse women. That We have to change that aspect of culture. We have to get it through to young men that it's not cool for a footy trip to go to a brothel. That's not cool. We have to bring that change. So changing the culture and the message that is sent to men under current prostitution laws... Uh, there's also a message that would be sent to women and girls uh, around, I guess, 
uh, personal value. Uh, thoughts here from you on the message, if you do go through with a change, the equality or the Nordic model, a uh, message to men, but a message to women too. It's very interesting, Neil, that I've talked to a lot of survivors now of prostitution who've come out, and most of them have been through some sort of abusive past. And one of them said, I thought if I was going to be abused, they may as well pay for it. The men may as well pay to abuse me. Now, what these women have to realize, not have to, but we want them to realize is that they are precious. They are incredibly precious, created by God, wonderful, and they do not have to, do not have to sell themselves to men who will abuse them. They are far, far, far more important than that. That's the message we want to get through to women, and we want to get the message to men, you don't oppress a girl. So, Christopher, what is the status now in the South Australian Parliament? Uh, you're agitating here, you're talking to parliamentarians, to public servants, I guess you'll talk to anyone who'll listen, but uh, what's the status of where things could go from here? Could the South Australian Parliament act quickly to do something here? Well, it's it's possible. In South Australia, we're involved in like hand-to-hand combat with the sex industry network who are going around to parliamentarians um, spreading the, the lie that this is good for women, decriminalisation is good for women. It is good for the brothel owners. The thin sex industry network, Scarlet Alliance, represent the brothel owners. They don't represent the 80% of women who've come from overseas. And so we've, we're going to MPs and saying, look, this hurts women. And what you have to do is bring about the non-equality model. Now, that's it's where it is. It's finely, finely balanced. But we're hoping that in the next six, eight months, we will see a Nordic model, equality model bill in the South Australian Parliament. That'll be the first time in Australia. Now, this has happened in Sweden, France. The UK is pushing for it. Canada, uh, other countries, um, Spain's on the way towards it. And we want to see South Australia, we want to see Australia lead the way in this. Let's not be a country that that sprooks uh, uh, equality for women, but does exactly the opposite. Let's, Let's be real and lead the way. So other nations are leading the way, an opportunity for an Australian state uh, to do what's happening internationally and make a fresh start in the change to prostitution laws that sends a message to men, sends a message to the women, and no doubt uh, would send a message to the sex industry network that you mentioned uh, that they need to think through things a little deeper because women are not commodities and uh, women are the big losers when it comes to the prostitution industry. Uh, so for listeners today, what sort of action ought they take, Christopher? Well, in Queensland, you're at a very critical stage if you're listing in Queensland because the Palaszczuk government wants to decriminalise prostitution. Get on the phone write to your local MP, you can go on the ACL website, www.acl.org.au, and you'll find what, what, what we're doing there. There's Keep an eye out for your emails. There's going to be a conference in September on this issue uh, from, from our side in, in Queensland. Watch your emails and, and sign up and come. We want to fill the conference hall because we want to get 
this message out, that this is a well-thought-through, internationally-recognized means of dealing with this issue, this, this model, equality model. Christopher, who's running that conference? It's a group called Women Ending Exploitation by Prostitution, uh, WEEP for short. Uh, they've got a Queensland chapter and they're running the conference. Uh, ACL is supporting it. And tell your parliamentarians, parliamentarians do not know much about these things. They just go with the flow. We have to hold them to account. There's an election coming up in 2024 in Queensland. Tell your MPs, we will vote on this issue uh, in, in the 2024 election. Hold them to account. And wherever you are in listing in, in this great wide brown land, start talking. Talk, talk to your churches. Talk to your parliamentarians. Talk to your probus groups. We need to get this message out that this is what the Church of Jesus Christ exists to do, to stand for the vulnerable. That, that's the message of Isaiah 61, when Jesus spoke in the synagogue to proclaim liberty to the captives, the recovery of sight to the blind, set at liberty those who are bruised, oppressed. There's no more oppressed in our society than these women, and we need to stand for them. So there's an example in South Australia. It's reported in the South Australian media, men buying girls in state care for sex. And there's an immediate uh, effect that's happening in the state of Queensland who are reviewing prostitution laws right now. Uh, keep that in mind. Keep an eye out for the uh, gathering that's going to be happening in the state of Queensland uh, coming up, a conference in September. To connect with Christopher Brohier and the Australian Christian Lobby, you can go to their website, acl.org.au. That's acl.org.au. Christopher Brohier, thank you so much for updating us today on 2020. Thanks, Neil. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.